Welcome to episode three in the finale of our series called Believe. When God put revelation on our hearts last year, we had no idea where we would be in terms of our lives, our nation, and our world right now. I know I still find this really surreal and I imagine a lot of you do too. Originally, you would have read through large sections of Revelation in order to prepare yourselves for this weekend's message. But since that isn't happening anymore, what we're doing is we're splitting this into five separate parts. Brittany did the intro to the one on Monday and Justin did the one for yesterday. So if you haven't seen those yet, we recommend that you catch up on those before tuning into this one. But if you're here and you're in the right place, then let's begin. In the chapters, you'll read about the central figures not just in the end times, but all of history. The women at the beginning of chapter 12 symbolize Israel, while the child is Jesus. The dragon is Satan, and the beast and the false prophets are his agents of destruction. The 144,000 are the 12,000 Jews of each tribe of Israel. These are the first of the Jews who will repent and turn back to God, and they will prophesy to the remaining people. Then you'll read about the seven bowls of God's wrath. These are judgments on humanity for those who hate God and will not repent. These are the painful sores, the death of all sea life, rivers turning into blood, more intense heat from the sun, darkness and worsening sores, the Antichrist's army, and an unprecedented earthquake. It's hard to imagine that all these people who heard the truth still won't repent, even under punishment. They will curse God's name and they'll harden their hearts even further. So as you read about the destruction, ask the Holy Spirit to help you to be mindful of the cost of sin. Remember the importance of a soft heart to God and rejoice at the magnitude of grace given to us through Jesus. Foundry Church, we're diving into day three, chapters 12 through 16. There's a lot of very vivid imagery in this. As parents, I would encourage you, go ahead, uh, probably preview this before you have your kids listen. I think it's it's all scripture, but it is important that we, um, yeah, you may have a lot of questions coming out of this from, from your kids if they listen to it. Uh, it's It's very vivid. But it's powerful. It's the Word of God, and it's got some really beautiful image imagery right at the beginning. Um, I'll probably stop and comment on it real quick because I can't help it. I just love the imagery of it. So join me. Revelation 12. Uh, Revelation 12 through 16. A great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. I mean, just imagine that. It's beautiful imagery. I'm going to read it again. Just picture it with me. A great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant, and she cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. An enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on its head. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that it might devour her child the moment he was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who 
will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God where she might be taken care of for 1,260 days. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to earth, to the earth, and his angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah for the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before God day and night has been hurled down. They triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Therefore, rejoice, you heavens, and all you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury, because he knows his time is short. When the dragon saw that he had been hurled to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. The woman was given the two wings of a great eagle so that she may fly to the place prepared for her in the wilderness where she would be taken care of for a time, times and half a time out of the serpent's reach. Then from his mouth, the serpent spewed water like a river to overtake the woman and swept her away and sweep her away with the torrent. But the earth helped the woman by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that the dragon spewed out of his mouth. Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring, those who keep God's command and hold fast to their testimony about Jesus. Revelation chapter 13, the dragon stood on the shore of the sea, and I saw a beast coming out of the sea. It had 10 horns and seven heads with 10 crowns on its horns, and each head had a blasphemous name. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but it had feet like those of a bear and mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. And one of the heads of the beast seemed to have a fatal wound, but the fatal wound had been healed, and the whole world was filled with wonder and followed the beast. People worshiped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast, and they also worshiped the beast and asked, who is like the beast? Who can wage war against it? The beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise its authority for 42 months. It opened its mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name and his dwelling place and those who live in heaven. It was given power to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And it was given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast, all whose name has not been written in the, written in the Lamb's book of life, the Lamb who was slain from the creation of the world. Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. If anyone is good, is to go into captivity. Into captivity they will go. If anyone is to be killed with the sword, with the sword they will be killed. This calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of God's people.
Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercised all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. And it performed great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. Because of the signs it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast, it deceived the inhabitants of the earth. It ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. The second beast was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that the image could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. It also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and that number is 666. Revelation 14, then I looked, and there before me, was the Lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000 who had his name and his Father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a sound from heaven like the roar of rushing waters and like a loud peal of thunder. The sound I heard was like that of harpists playing their harps, and they sang a new song before the throne. And before the four living creatures and the elders, no one could learn the song except for the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. These are those who did not defile themselves with women, for they remained virgins. They followed the lamb wherever he goes. They were purchased from among mankind and offered as first fruits to God and to the lamb. No lie was found in their mouth. They are blameless." Then I saw another angel flying in midair, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. He said in a loud loud voice, fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment is come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. A second angel followed and said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and its image and receives its mark on their forehead or on their hand, they too will drink the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. They will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And, they, and the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever. There will be no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and its image or for anyone who receives the mark of its name. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the people of God who keep his commands and remain faithful to Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, write this, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they will rest from their labor for their deeds will follow them. 
I looked, and there before me was a white cloud, and seated on the cloud was one like a son of uh, like a son of man, with a crown of gold on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Then another angel came out of the temple and called out in a loud voice to him who was sitting on the cloud, "Take your sickle and reap, because the time to reap has come, for the harvest of the earth is ripe." So he who was seated on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Another angel came out of the temple of heaven, and he too had a sharp sickle. Still another angel who had, a charge of the, who had charge of the fire came from the altar and called out in a loud voice to him who had the sharp sickle, take your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of grapes from the earth's vine, because its grapes are ripe. The angel swung his sickle on the earth and gathered its grapes, threw them into the great winepress of God's wrath. And they were trampled in the wine press outside the city. And blood flowed out of the press, rising as high as a horse's bridle for the distance of 1600 stadia. Revelation chapter 15. I saw in heaven another great and marvelous sign, seven angels with the seven last plagues. Last, because with them, God's wrath is completed. And I saw what looked like a sea of glass glowing with fire and standing beside the sea, those who had been victorious over the beast and its image and over the number of its name. They held harps given to them by God and sang the song of God's servant Moses and of the Lamb. Great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, King of the nations. Who will not fear you, Lord? And bring glory to your name. For you alone are holy, and all nations will come and worship before you. For your righteous acts have been revealed. After this I looked, and I saw in heaven the temple, that is, the tabernacle of the covenant law, and it was opened. Out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues. They were dressed in clean, shining linen, and wore golden sashes around their chest. Then one of the four living creatures gave the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Revelation chapter 16. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go, pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land, and ugly, festering sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood like that of a dead person. And every living thing in the sea died. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs of water, and they became blood. Then I heard the angel in charge of the waters say, You are just in these judgments, O Holy One, you who are and who were. For they have, for they have shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets, and you have given them blood to drink as they deserve. And I heard the altar respond, Yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth angel pulled the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun and the sun was allowed to scorch the people with fire. 
They were seared by the intense heat, and they cursed the name of God who had control over these plagues, but they refused to repent and glorify him. The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. People gnawed their tongues in agony and cursed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, but they refused to repent of what they had done. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw three impure spirits that looked like frogs. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophets. They are demonic spirits that perform signs, and they go out to the kings of the whole world to gather them for battle on the great day of God Almighty. Look, I come like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and remains clothed so as not to go naked and be shamefully exposed. Then they gathered the kings together in the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. The seventh angel poured his bowl into the air and out of the temple came, came a loud voice from the throne saying, it is done. Then There came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, and a severe earthquake. No earthquake like it has ever occurred since mankind has been on earth. So tremendous was the quake, the great city split into three parts, and the cities of the nations collapsed. God remembered Babylon the great and gave her the cup filled with the wine of the fury of his wrath. Every island fled away and the mountains couldn't be found. From the sky, huge hailstones, each weighing about a hundred pounds, fell on people and they cursed God on account of the plague of hail because the plague was so terrible. 